0: we fill it
1: so you'll spill it
0: what will it be tonight red or white
1: as a Xena blend of burgundy drink wine. drink
0: wine spill tea
1: would you like to start or me sure you didn't answer <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <much>. <laughs>
0: i'll go i'll go i'll go okay, i'll go i'll go Okay. Hey everyone, I'm Jamie
1: and I'm CJ and this is Drink, Drink Wine Spill, spill tea. tea, the, the p- podcast where we talk about anything and everything but with a sense of humor.
0: So pour yourself a glass of wine.
1: Put in your airpods.
0: Well, let's spill some tea. Clink.
1: Clink. Still love COVID. <laughs> Sorry, everybody.
0: No, it's fine. Okay, so we've gathered you all here today.
1: <laughs> let's just jump right into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've gathered you all here today. Can you say it? Cause that will you say it? Actually, I don't want to say it. I don't know how. I because I don't know what, exactly okay. what it's called.
1: Okay, so we're gonna talk about the interview that Oprah had with none other than Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex. So how you say it?
0: Um, honestly, I didn't even know her last name. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and and Prince Harry. Yes. <laughs> um yeah. So we're gonna talk about that. Yeah. I watched it a few days ago.
0: I didn't watch it, but I okay. watched a lot of I'm just kidding. I watched it, I watched
1: that it. It was a good one. You gave me
0: your hulu and I watched it.
1: I did not know like a lot about like the royal family to begin with, because like I just it pains me to say like I don't care because they're not here. But I did pay a little bit more attention. When it was Meghan Markle, because it was interesting. It was just kind of like, it reminded me of like very like, yeah, it's like very like Aunt, like, uh, Mia You know what I mean? Like very like, she's coming, like the whole, her whole story reminds me of Princess Diaries too.
0: Yeah.
1: Like she comes in, they don't trust her. She's just trying to run Genovia. She doesn't quite get it. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think well first of all, let me just say I think it's important that we talk about this because a our podcast is called Drink Wine, Spilt Tea and this is tea that's literally being spilt. I just think it's important. Oh, breast spilt it? Yeah, it's being spilt. If um so that's first of all. Second of all, I think it's all interesting because I mean the mo- like monarchy has been around for they said it like 1200 years. It's mm-hmm. a very old fashioned old thing that we've all (laughs) it's a very
1: old-fashioned old thing
0: (laughs) it's a really old concept because i mean there's a prime minister now They're like royals aren't really in charge but you still look to them for leadership i guess like that's what i've gathered and i never really paid much attention and i still didn't pay much attention but i did look like i knew more about it because of Meghan Markle and I you know and it's so interesting because in my mind again we're very far away from this we're across the pond if you will but we're like very far away (laughs) from all of that like like news and stuff so you know we're just so in a
1: nutshell we're not in england so and that's where jamie's getting
0: in my mind i thought that yes they were still royalty but it was more of like a it's such an old line they do it from t- tradition it's very modern but that's just like the line of like Queen Elizabeth and all that stuff, you know. Yeah, I didn't realize that still there was a lot of very, very old-fashioned, like
1: values.
0: I yeah, I Roles? guess rules. Yeah, that still need to be upheld. And I knew that there was like certain things. Like, I mean, if you watch, um, mm-hmm. um, oh my god, I love this movie. Oh, what a girl wants. You know that there's still mm-hmm. like rules and, like, stuff like that that needs to be upheld, I just didn't think that it was of this kind of severity where it had to do with, like, race and, like... Right. Like, all of that kind of stuff. And, like, not being... Like, I thought that if someone was coming to you saying that they had really deep and dark thoughts and i need help that they would be like oh my god yes of course and they would like you know <laughs> like, like i didn't think that like mental health was still like an image factor you know and like that that's what yeah. was shocking to me
1: yeah that was shocking to me as well and also just like i mean overall the whole race aspect of it is pretty shocking to me only because like well, I mean, it's shocking, period, just because it's, like, I it can't believe that that exists, like, in 2021. But also, just thinking about the fact that, like, she is very white passing. So, like, I'm wondering, like, what they were... Well, it doesn't make sense that they would be afraid of it anyway. But, like, they could not have looked at her and thought, hmm, your baby might be pretty dark. Like, that's just kind of, like, obvious.
0: Especially when Prince Harry is... Pasty, opaque. No, wait—that means you <laughs> I can't sh- see through it. I mix those up. Cut that out. Is translucent.
1: <laughs> he's, he's opaque. He's opaque. You can't even.
0: <laughs> no, that means you can't see through it. You
1: can't even see him. <laughs> he just blends right in.
0: He, yeah. He
1: yes. is translucent, and like, I just think that it's so crazy like like, but and like, wait, if you wait, don't wait, know, wait, it, wait
0: for the, yeah, oh. Do it. i was just yeah say for, for those you do it
1: for those of you who don't know in this interview megan it started out with like oprah getting the tea from megan gorgeous pregnant and flawless just say, incredible
0: oprah, oprah is an incredible interviewer
1: she is she's she, also fucking
0: ageless she listens so hard and is so there with you and she asked some hard questions and didn't give yeah. a shit that they were hard questions she was like i'm asking these fucking questions and i love it anyways go on
1: i'm really impressed that like megan and harry also like chose what to answer and what didn't and i love that they were like oh, you're not getting paid for this interview and they're like no i have no clue like what the, i just agreed to do it and it's just like so so basically what happened is that like the tea that Meghan spilled, essentially, was, like, that she, bottom line, she got, like, zero support from the royal family.
0: And no protection. Most,
1: Yeah, mostly not the actual family members, but, like, the, um, what did they call it?
0: Oh, the institution.
1: The institution, which yeah, is, like, so essentially, like, the actual government side of the royal family.
0: Yeah, correct. So, Meghan was not happy asking for help had suicidal thoughts received yeah. absolutely no help she had her security stripped like like they were from her to, like, son from her son and her mm-hmm. and there were conversations um with her husband and I guess the institution about concerns of how dark their child's skin was going to be those are I think the main points that were yeah. happening um, because she is a
1: mixed woman her her um her mom is black and her dad was white but the thing that's crazy about this this child would have been a fourth black a fourth maybe I'm like what are you concerned about I mean period if it was a, a full black child what would you be concerned about but it's like I just don't I don't understand how that like could possibly have been a conversation and then like and okay, and then what?
0: And Oprah's reaction when she brought up the race thing, because you could you could tell that Megan wasn't sure if she was gonna bring this up, and then you saw when she made the decision to talk about it, you could tell in yeah. her face. And then Oprah was what? What? Like her like reaction was so genuine. Because well, it's that
1: shocking. It like, is.
0: It really is. Because no matter how people spin it or what people want to believe apparently and this is proof racism still exists even if it's behind closed doors yeah even if we don't see it it's there you know it's
1: crazy too because like well what i thought was really interesting was the dichotomy between how kate middleton was treated and how megan was treated whether it be because kate is actually british and right yeah Yeah. yeah 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 Yeah. And she's fully white and she played into the like, um, uh, not stereotype, but like she played the game a little bit more than Megan wanted to, I think. But Megan wasn't interested in playing a game. She was like, I want to be able to do all this and I want to do it right. It's just that you're not really allowing me to do it right. Because, you know, again, like there's no education on it. There's no like rules. Like she grew up here. She doesn't fucking know how to be royal. I would, flawlessly, but <laughs> Meghan Markle didn't. Yeah. Wait, do you know what? The whole time I was thinking, the whole time I was thinking about Amy, the Amy Schumer special, where she goes, if I were Meghan Markle, and I am.
0: You love that line. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I were Meghan Markle,
0: and I and am. I am. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, it's really crazy hearing about somebody who's in this position where they can affect change so much but then still can't get basic human rights, like help when you're having deep, dark thoughts or like security. Also really shocking about all the stuff about the tabloids. In the interview, they said that the palace like hosts these tabloids once a year so that way they can all work together on like what gets put out am i like am i explaining that right
1: yeah honestly that didn't shock me just because i feel like i feel like the u.s government does that too that is maybe that's just me feeding off of like what the show scandal told me but like that's how i feel like it is
0: like
1: yeah. yeah like i feel like there's absolutely somebody organizing all of that shit and being like Here's, here's what's going to be in the news. Here's the information you're allowed to tell.
0: Which is absolutely, because here's the deal. At least in my mind, you, I mean, democracy, a lot of the point of democracy is freedom of speech. You don't have to say what you want. And I mean, while the media might not always be great, we need them because yeah. that's a sign that we are in a democracy. Like, especially like White House correspondents and all that kind of stuff, like they are there to ask the hard questions that we should all be asking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they don't get put in jail for it. They're they're not chastised or anything like that. That that's the whole point of a democracy is being able to question our leaders and our government. Yeah. And so if you are there or if like the people in power are there diluting information or trying to control what gets out and when that is almost undermining democracy itself in my opinion
1: yeah i agree oh my god i'm gonna watch scandal again
0: I can't watch that so one with good. you. I'm sorry. I'm like, that's okay. I'm really pissed off at Gossip Girl right now, you guys. Just take a deep break. I'm in season five. If everyone's watched it, you know where I'm at.
1: Next episode, we'll do one to re- recap the whole show, the remaining parts of the show, since we did the first half.
0: Oh, okay. So should I finish season six before we do that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm not, I'm not too concerned. <laughs> okay, <laughs> These are two episodes. You have two weeks. Okay. Um, yeah it was it's just like it was all just so interesting to me that it was well the craziest thing too is that like before i watched it i was expecting it to be like shitting on the queen and that bitch stayed classy as fuck megan said i love her i love her
0: i thought she was gonna was talk like, trash yes, about kate what's her name kate middleton kate middleton um kate middleton too but she didn't she was like of we course had she was a so classy but i want everyone to know that She apologized and it was fine. And then she said that she was like, I think she's a great person. What I don't like about that is that they took something that happened to me and didn't protect me from it. Like, like, that was what she was upset about. Not that, like, her and Kate had a misunderstanding because, like, with any sort of family, you're going to have misunderstandings and you're going to have arguments and things are going to get emotional, especially if you're, like, you're in stressful situations. But it was the fact that the real family did nothing to, like – dissuage any of those of those rumors being like
1: well and they would have done anything to protect kate's image but they never did anything to protect megan's that's so fucked up
0: yeah yeah i just yeah i can't even imagine living in that sort of situation and not being sad all the time
1: well and it's so crazy that they just were like yeah we're leaving we're done
0: But they said that that wasn't a snap decision. They let everyone know. And I bet you that was not an easy decision for Harry either because that was where he was raised. It's his whole family and all that shit. Mm -hmm. And he probably pleaded with his family for help so many times. And then to come home and see his wife breastfeeding, hysterical crying. Like, how are you supposed to deal with that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they just like, they were like, we're going to Canada. The best part, honestly, about the whole interview is the fact that Tyler Perry is the one that housed them in California. <laughs> Literally like, epic, why you? Epic.
0: Epic. <laughs> I loved that. It's also crazy to me, really quickly, because they said they never wanted to leave their duties or their family. They just wanted to take a little break, have a step back, get gain their like, self-worth back, and, but still do work for the royal family. And then they're the ones who cut them off completely. Yeah. Which like imagine like being disowned from your family like that. Publicly.
1: Yeah. I would never. Yeah, like I'm I'm literally the best part of them. Yeah. Congratulations on having me, Burton Cindy. <laughs> There's no one else like me. <laughs> My dad called me today and he said, Hello, Mr. COVID. It's like shut the fuck up.
0: Tell him to drink his ice with a dash of beer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, good one, Dad.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Um, it's actually very interesting, too, because not to, like, stray from that, but after I watched that, I, A, felt very inspired to watch The Crown.
0: I want to watch and The Crown, too!
1: So, re- great. You watch it and you let me know, because I want you to know that I watched three episodes and- was so bored
0: okay so i'll boring. probably love it if you think it was boring i'll probably yeah.
1: love it well i've heard that the la- the third and fourth seasons are really good but the first two seasons are very slow
0: okay i'll watch it i'll let you know
1: great but anyway so i felt inspired to watch the crown that didn't work out so then i felt inspired to watch the paris hilton documentary that's on youtube <laughs> which is same thing The exact same thing. And let me tell you that that I was very intrigued by that. And here's how I'm going to tie them together. In this thesis, (laughs) in this essay, I will use ethos, pathos, and logos to to persuade you to my side. And that Paris Hilton and Meghan Markle are not too different from each other.
0: Go on. I'm So here's
1: what's crazy. Paris Hilton is honestly like a very smart girl. Yes. She's a very smart woman. She's a very smart businesswoman. Yes. And that's what she's always wanted to do with her life. And she knew at a very young age how to get attention so that people would know who the fuck she was. And that is genius. But here's here's where I think it's crazy is that she had control over how the media saw her and how her image was being shown and I think a lot of that is, A, the fact that, like, you know, America will feed into, like, literally everything. Yeah. But also that she's a, a wealthy white woman. And while Megan Megan is mixed, you know, I mean, she does have, like, more privileges than a lot of other people of color. Like, she still clearly faced racial issues in all of this. And it's really crazy that, like, the media automatically looked down upon her and spun a story about her when she actually was showing the world in the media a very, like, beautiful, wonderful, powerful woman, where it's, here's this woman who was giving you a complete show, and we were like, oh, there she is. That's her. We all believe it. You know what I mean? Isn't yes. that crazy?
0: I, I mean, yeah, and it – because I feel like everyone – Likes to feel like they're a part of, like, the higher society or everything like that. Because reading the tabloids, like, you, like, the people, the common people, like, feed off of the drama and everyone loves a villain. I mean, that's why, I mean, like, some people get a bad edit on Drag Race and other reality shows. And that's why, you know, I mean, I'm just watching Gossip Girl, but, like... Chuck Bass is that's- kind of portrayed as the villain, like all the, even when he's like not like and that's why people like him. Like it's like that kind of thing. People like want a villain so that way they can root for the hero. And if there's no hero and villains, then it's just boring news. So I feel like anywhere there's a story and they'll try to get anywhere to get it. Because in the interview, they Oprah brings up that the tabloids when Middleton was eating avocado toast, they were like, The gorgeous princess. Oh, eating yes. Swiss toast. And when Megan was eating an avocado to help her nausea from pregnancy, they were like, She's using up all the water. Like that, all of that shit. So it's like everyone wants to root for the hero and root against the villain. And then that's how they painted her. And it was probably easier to do that because she was American, because she was a woman of color, and all of these yeah. things. It was just easy when in actuality, I think that the tabloids and everything would be just fine if they talked about what an incredible woman she would have been. Because who doesn't want to read about an empowering woman?
1: Yeah. Like, I think people that? also were assuming that she was, like, clout chasing. Which is, like, crazy. Because it's like, wow, she really she really went for the, the big guns, huh? Like, if you're going to clout chase, like, you don't date do somebody more... Some- you don't do it with a prince.
0: And you don't <laughs> like, do it with someone who's literally already balding. I see that <laughs> on top of his head. Look at he's his kind covering.
1: of hot, though. I don't know what to I don't know about... Like, he's kind of hot to me. He's
0: super cute, but he literally is already losing his hair.
1: Prince William, like, honey... <laughs> You need to see bald.
0: Just go bald, and then just go bald. Why do you want the little hairs around the sides of your head? I don't understand that. You're not. Have you sentence.
1: seen? Have you seen the thing recently where it's like <laughs> Prince William is asked if the royal family is racist, and he just says that we are very much not. We are very much so not racist, and everyone's like, uh, uh, okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Okay. Cool. Well, great. Thank you for clearing that up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like Trump saying, "I'm the least racist person in the room." It's like, oh my god. Okay. Well, yeah. You know what? You got me.
0: You're right. I believe you now. I'm sorry. (laughs) Thank you for the clarification. Silly me. I just, yeah, you would hope better and wish better for the from the people who are so influential you know i know but this also begs another question and i am just going to ask this doesn't mean i necessarily believe it do you how, like do you believe them like everything that they said it's like what they're saying 100 true or are they just retaliating back from what everyone has said
1: i do think a lot of it is true i think that i'm sure that there are there are some like tensions that are a little bit like based on like not a vendetta but like hurt Mm -hmm. but i don't necessarily feel like they would make it up i especially don't think harry would make it up you know what i mean i could not that i think megan would but like if there was somebody in the pairing that was gonna stretch the truth a little bit i would say it's probably megan because she's the one that's affected by it the most but i don't think harry would like purposefully like retaliate against his family in like a malicious way Mm -hmm. I think that he's hurt and he's genuinely, like, speaking about what happened. um, And, like, at the end of the day, a lot of it, too, is, like, how Megan is feeling. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of one of those, like, intent versus impact kind of thing where it's, like, you know, maybe they weren't intending to be racist, but were they racist by being concerned about the color of the baby's skin? Yes. And that is the impact that it had on Megan. And, like, were they intending to hide her story and not Kate's? Probably not. But the impact is that that's what happened. So it's, like, it's kind of, like, I I feel like a lot of it is kind of, like, with how, like, what we're dealing with, like, here right now, too, where it's, like, we're learning, like, true colors of, like, a lot of people that we never realized, oh, you're not meaning to be sexist or homophobic or racist or misogynistic but guess what you are are. (laughs) like that's what that's what you're being yeah it's yeah ignorance yeah
0: yeah I yeah I I completely agree and I I I think so as well I think there's no reason for them to lie what like what do they have to lose by telling like what do they have to gain from lying is what I mean like they've already they
1: already have money
0: yeah they're
1: they're already living on a chicken farm I, know. I was like okay that part felt a little bit showy to me I'm going to come yeah. out and say it I'm like I'm like oh yeah okay now you and now you're raising chickens you're yeah. so humble <laughs> like shut up
0: Yeah I just Yeah I she's mean she's like
1: I, this is the real fairy tale I'm like shut the fuck up Megan on a
0: chicken farm
1: <laughs> I'm like I would punt every single one of those <laughs> Get
0: and it's the called fuck the, out ch- the chick in like yeah. An inn like a hotel, but it's chicken. You,
1: you got that fucking shit from Hallmark.
0: From Marshalls. I've seen it.
1: Marshalls. We've <laughs> all seen it. We've all seen that bitch at TJ Maxx, at Home Goods. Get the fuck out of here, Miss Markle. Yeah. Marky Markle.
0: Yeah. I.
1: Oprah was in there like, get this shit out of here.
0: <laughs> I know. Oprah could not have wanted to be there any less.
1: Oprah Oprah's like Oprah's like, we're not at my house, we're using my friend's backyard. I know! It's beautiful. <laughs> like, she said, Hey, I don't want people to figure out where I live, but are you okay with us figuring out where you live? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. She was like, I live just down the road from here, so do you guys. Like, don't no <laughs> around there. Yeah, I think I think yeah, it was because I never really watched obviously. I'm an American, and I know who the hell <laughs> Oprah is. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Yes. But I've never actually watched anything she's ever done.
1: Like, oh, really? Like,
0: no interviews. I don't even think I've ever seen a movie with her. And like, is she in a movie? She yeah. is,
1: but she's not. She's not in like a lot. Like yeah. she produces way more than she's ever in.
0: I've never seen anything that she's done. And sitting there watching her interview, I was like, oh, this bitch. I like, know is. It, I understand now why she is Oprah. Like, like she. My
1: mom loves Oprah. She used to watch Oprah every me. day. I know my mom's such a talk show hoe, and my mom and my aunt actually went to the Oprah show in Chicago. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> and they won shit because Oprah they taught, did. Oprah famously is the one that used to be like, "Look under your seats." Free car. You're gonna go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um. Which actually is stupid because then you have to pay the taxes on the car, so that's really dumb. But we didn't get we didn't get a car. She got this like jacket and then like um like <laughs> like us a, a scarf that's like so big that it's like a blanket, and she still wears it on planes. What? She had so much <laughs> fun planes. at the Oprah. Show. <laughs> she has so much fun at the Oprah show.
0: Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. But yeah, I I, I see how she is because she was absolutely riveting.
1: <laughs> Absolutely riveting, darling. Also, like, Meghan Markle is fucking stunning.
0: Oh my! God. Let's get down
1: to let's get down to the real issue: is that everybody is jealous.
0: She at how could, fucking
1: pretty she is.
0: She could not be more beautiful. All of her freckles, I like. I straight up, it was like taken. Like my, my, she took my breath away. Stunning. I know. Stunning stunning i love her yeah and you know it makes me happy that they're that they found happiness away from all of the insanity and also in each other and their family you know like i i I hope that's true you know and that makes me happy for them
1: and in tyler perry yeah (laughs) yeah I'm like, how did j how do you know Tyler Perry?
0: You're like, wait, 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 hold up, stop. Like I really <laughs> wanna know.
1: I wanna know how this interaction <laughs> happened. Like like did Tyler Perry just reach out and was like, Hey, Harrison. I know you're running from the law. I have a place for you.
0: It's my house.
1: <laughs> it's my house. <laughs> They're just like bunking with Tyler Perry. <laughs> Like feeding his dogs. That's his chicken coop. He
0: no, bought like, the chickens. He was sign. like, okay, I know that the world's about to shut down. I'm going to Bali, but do you guys want to house it? And but
1: you can I'm- watch my chickens.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and and he is the one that lives down the street from Oprah. Oh
0: <laughs> and my Oprah's God. Like,
1: oh, Oprah's like, what? You're seeing a Tyler? Let's do an interview. <laughs> Oprah's like, also, this is perfect.
0: I also just wonder who approached who about this interview? Like, was Oprah like, hey, listen, do you want to, like to have like been a, like a tell all? Or was it because, no, Oprah said that she's working with Prince Harry on this thing. And I wonder if Harry was like, hey, listen, we'll come clean. And Oprah was like, yes.
1: You know? <laughs> I don't know because I feel like. They said at the beginning that they didn't know what they what the questions were, like, what they were going to talk about.
0: It was also really cool that the first thing was just, like, a, they are not mm-hmm. getting paid for this. They have no idea what I'm going to get to ask, and let's do this. Like, I right. love that they did that because I was like, oh, this is going to be good.
1: Yeah. Oprah's everything. And yeah. she, she, st- she has stood the test of time.
0: She really has. She'll she- never
1: die, I'm convinced. She oh. will be the last person to die. I'm going to die before Oprah.
0: She is the Betty White of now. Like, like, she will never die. Just like Betty White will never die.
1: I was gonna say, has Betty White died? <laughs>
0: no, she's had her annual ninetieth birthday for the past, I think, eight or nine years now.
1: I'm obsessed. She's almost a hundred.
0: Annual ninetieth birthday.
1: <laughs> that's my.
0: That's what I'm trying to achieve.
1: <laughs> I know. I hope you're gone before then. What? No. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle you that long.
0: We'll see who's speaking at the other's funeral. Oh, if I get to speak at your funeral, you know. Oh, I'm gonna, I think I might rap. I think I'll write a eulogy and I'll be like, <laughs> I think I'll do something. No, I'm gonna do, sl- I'm gonna do shlam poetry.
1: Was it you that told me the thing where it was like, there's a tweet that was like, you'll never, like, you won't be at each other's funerals. Like, your best friends won't be at each other's funerals.
0: Yeah, maybe. I've isn't that,
1: that the isn't that the saddest thing ever? Like that makes me so sad that like I won't be able to also be at my best friend's funeral.
0: Yeah, there's also that um, quote. I have no idea what book it's from. I know it's from a book and it's very famous, but it's like there was a time when you went out to play with your childhood friends for the last time, and you never knew. Ouch. Yeah, like.
1: Quit swishing your wine. <laughs>
0: I know. I'm just trying to distract myself.
1: You're like... <laughs> uh, I
0: think wait, I'm very busy.
1: What I have to say about the Paris Hilton documentary, though, is that it's pretty shocking. This, this bitch was held... She went to so many different, like, boarding schools that she escaped from, and one of them is the one that she now is, like, Basically, like suing with all these women because they emotionally, physically, and like sexually abused the students that were there, and she was locked in a literal like room, like solid, like a, um, like a padded room for like a day and a half with no clothes. Naked. Yeah, that is what no clothes mean.
0: I should watch that. You know what? I'm not like equating this. It's on YouTube. But Charlize Theron. It was like, I wanted to make it in Hollywood, and I knew the only way I would make it is if I played the stupid blonde who wore bikinis. And then, once I did it, then I could actually do roles that I cared about and that mattered. She's like, but I knew what I needed to do to get there. It's so stupid. It's like, these women, knowing what they need to do to get to where they want to be... But now it's at the point where it's like, why even play the game when we can all just be honest? Like, I feel like that's what Megan is doing. She's just like, I'm not playing this game. This is, these are horrible things that are happening to me and I'm going to complain about it. Yeah. You know?
1: Thank God. Go off, Meg.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I can't believe
1: she like doesn't use social media or read like any of the tabloids.
0: But Harry was the one who was like, thank God she doesn't because she wouldn't be here with me right now.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine. I would not be able to not do it. Like, I would literally have to read every single thing about me. And I I would go crazy.
0: I feel like I would read for the first couple of days and then be so sad. But I feel like I would be, like, not, like, talking about it and i would be like throwing up all the time because i would be so stressed but i wasn't like reading it and it would all just be like internal and i'd be so miserable that something would have killed me anyway that was happening internally mm-hmm. like my gallbladder would have exploded or like something. a hernia okay yes but it's not killing me i'm just gonna have it as like a little pet for the rest of my life
1: that's kind of fun
0: yeah it's like my, my pet her- hermia the hernia that's
1: kind of how I think about COVID right now. I'm like, it's just like my little friend. Oh, My therapist today was talking about how um, she, she compared um, my ex-boyfriend to a pandemic. <laughs> she literally was like, she was like, which one is causing more stress? I would imagine he's a little closer to a pandemic. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Okay, Linda, drag him. Linda! I was like I said yep unfortunately a mask did not protect me from that (laughs) she was like nope you can you could have washed your hands plenty of times and he still probably would have destroyed you
0: she's the therapist for you I was like
1: what
0: she's the therapist for you it sounds like
1: she really is I love her she's so she's so liberal liberal I'm obsessed like I'm literally just like calling to like talk to like my liberal grandma or something
0: oh she's old
1: she's I mean she's I would say that she's around the age of like my dad and my dad is indeed a grandpa, so
0: ancient. I'm just kidding. Oh my god, Bert, you'll never die. Okay, honestly, that's all Bert I have to die. say.
1: Yeah, me too. All honestly, right, well, this is this account stands Meghan Markle, yes, and Paris Hilton, as far as I'm concerned.
0: And we also like, and yes, and we also think it's important to talk about this because you know, the truth that's happened in the real world. And honestly, our whole podcast is about spilling tea. And that was tea full for my dad.
1: We are Obra. Also reach out to somebody if you're feeling sad or like there is not an end to your pain because somebody should help you. And if they won't, we will
0: listen to me. I've been listening to the podcast just really quickly. Um, working it out with Mike Birbiglia and Maria Bamford has a podcast episode and it's actually brilliant. Um, She talks a lot about how she was very suicidal and you know, all that stuff. And she talks about the suicide hotline and how she gave the number for it, but it was very hard. Like the, the, the waiting is like two to three hours for the suicide hotline. So if you are feeling at all like you are having very bad thoughts and tried the suicide hotline and it's very busy, I just want to say, reach out to a friend. Literally, even if you don't know us, email us and we'll help.
1: Shit, yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll probably make you so annoyed that you will forget about anything going on in your life.
0: Yes, that's true. Also, so. if you want to email us, you can email us <laughs> at drinkwinespilltea at gmail.com, or you can email us on any of our social medias. Wait, you can't email us on our social medias. You could like, look us up and follow us. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed.
1: <laughs> our Instagram is at drinkwine underscore tea and our Twitter is at drinkwinespilltea with the letter T, not the word.
0: Um. Also, leave us a rating or a review, please.
1: You can subscribe.
0: Yeah, subscribe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Um, and that's on period, bitch. Yep, chug the wine, honey.
0: <laughs> Done. All right. Cheers. I'm gonna stop